Good afternoon, this is Arlo Johnson calling from Vernon, B.C. on the 18th of December. It's in the afternoon, 2 o'clock, 2.50, oh no, 3 o'clock. Just got back from a cruise down to uh, Manzalino, then back to Puerto Vallarta, etc., etc., all the way back up to the Sea of Cortez, and to... La Paz and Loreto and turn around and go back out of the Sea of Cortez and come back to San Diego. Eleven days. Fifth to the sixteenth. It was a pretty good cruise. It was on the Koningsdam ship, Holland America. Very good ship. Can't knock it at all. Everything works. I had a big, nice room. Big room. A big bathroom, jetted tub, and then a second room with a wall fold-down bed if you wanted to and a desk, and then a big bedroom with a huge king-size bed, and then a full big balcony. It was very good. <laughs> yeah, that's the first time I actually had something like that, and I appreciated it. It was, it was worth it. So, so much for that. I think that my traveling days are over. I had to have wheelchairs to go through the, the uh, airports. And I had arranged for it. And they were there. And they did it. And it, it worked good. I mean, actually, it worked pretty good. Other places where I had trouble was, you know, actually getting on the ship. Long lineups outside on the tarmac there. And waiting and going and that. Uh, but anyway, finally made it on, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that, you know, in a couple of months I would be 90, and I'm quite sure that this is most likely the end of my traveling days like that. But I've had quite a few. They awarded me a three-star Mariner button, which means I've cruised about 75 days, which I suppose is enough. <laughs> So that part of my life most likely is over. I'd recommend it. It's a, it's a good, you know, it's quite a good thing. You can't hardly beat cruising for, a, I think, for value and for, you know, <clears throat> being able to see the world and, in my view, being able to travel on the ocean. The ocean being this huge, huge, body of water that is on this planet. How it got here, I have no idea, and I'll bet you don't either. Up to 17 miles deep in places. Can take three different forms. Solid, gas, and liquid. And we're made about 65 to 70% out of that. I told people, I said, when, when it all is over, I'm most likely going to just be a wet spot on the rug. Who knows? <laughs> I guess not. <clears throat> but one thing I'm going to bring up, and it, it's, it's a bugbear thing, is, uh, I, you know, I've mentioned this before, and I think it's the danger of people being led to believe that there is a rapture that they are going to be <laughs> railroaded or blasted out of this 
planet and they're going to avoid any trouble. They're going to go before the trouble starts. And that is an escapism deal, which is attractive to people. They want that. But I don't think it's real. You know, I started going to church for our sake, I suppose, in 1940-something, I forget. I was young. I drove a buggy, a horse and buggy, to, to Sunday school every Sunday by myself. Everybody figured I had to go, so they made sure that I went. I never could figure that out later. But anyway, I went to church for a long time. In all those years, I'll be 90 in a couple of months, and in all those years, I never heard a word about the rapture until about, I don't know, 10 years ago or something like that. I don't know about that. Maybe, maybe it was more, I don't know. But you can't tell me that during all that period of time, I would have not heard about the rapture. Now, anything I've ever read that Jesus Christ discussed on this planet, or God has discussed in the Old Testament through his prophets, never discussed that. Never pointed that out. And I would think that it's something that is, they're, they're saying it, it's so important that uh, you've got to believe this because you're going to be left behind. Well, what about what God says is that you're not supposed to change anything that's in the book or take away or add? Now, are they going to be guilty of that? If he says if they are, then the, the plagues of this book will be added to them. <sighs> now, it may be that God overlooks this. But I'm not, I can't be sure about that. And because that means that they're not, they're not, uh, they don't believe his son. Because his son never said anything about that. And if you want to cherry pick out of the Bible little spots here and there to try to prove something that isn't there, that is not good. And I don't think God will look, look very kindly on that. That's his word, and it's not to be monkeyed with. So, the uh, the thing is, that's that's the thing. I I wish people would really think that over <clears throat> and uh, give it a second thought, and not be be led into that. It may be a very bad thing for them to believe in. It. Not only that, the dangers of it. It, it may be, uh, maybe God's going to look at that as a rebellion against him. I don't know. And I know the people who are very fierce about this, but I can't agree with it. It's as simple as that. And I've never been in a church that agreed with that or even brought it up. That's a long time. That's... That's a period over like 80-something, 85, 85 years, something like that. So, 
I guess you have to take it. You'll have to deal with it yourself, whatever, whatever way you think. But remember, if you look and, and read what Jesus has said, you won't find it there. And I believe what Jesus said is the truth and the only truth you can go by. Not what other people come dreaming up. That's not the truth. That's their own ideas. Brought on by who knows what. Yeah, well, so much for that. The uh, winter has started. We're getting close to Christmas, another mishmash of a thing. I mean, I'm guilty as anyone else as uh, having Christmas for all my kids when they were growing up. And, you know, big Christmases. I mean, I grew up with a, a big Christmas. Oh, that was a huge holiday. Biggest of the year. Uh, I remember my grandfather sitting in a corner of his living room with, I think, around close to 30 grandchildren. And uh, sitting there, and they all had, we all had to go up and say a little verse or sing a little song or something before we got the package. <clears throat> yeah, and uh, used to have, uh, my uncle used to uh, rig up horses with bells on them, and when the time come, they'd say, ah, oh, well, I think I can hear Santa, and uh, everybody would, eyes would be big as saucers in the window, looking out in the dark winter night, and it was dark, quiet, black, and we could hear this ding, 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 coming down the road. And we could hear him coming into the yard. And in just kind of in the dark, we could see something there. And all of a sudden, this big red-suited guy with a big sack on, ho, 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 coming up towards the house in the dark. Oh, you know, I'll never forget that. I think we were about, I think it was about eight or nine years old, eight years old maybe at that time. And uh, I can remember how excited we were. And all the grandchildren were just beside themselves. Of course, they all had to sit on Santa's knee and tell them, oh, yeah, I've been a good boy, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and the food, oh, man, we used to have Christmas suppers that were, ah, was a lot of like, you know, Swedish food too, like, you know, pulp and I don't know what else, uh, codfish, lootfish, and uh, every kind of thing. I mean, just piles of stuff. Oh. And I don't know how that many people could get into that farmhouse. I used to think that was a huge farmhouse. It wasn't that greatly big. I mean, there was a huge big kitchen. And a living room. That was everything downstairs. It was a big kitchen and a living room. Everything else went upstairs. And oh, pardon me, there was two bedrooms downstairs also. And it had a big porch covered in right across the front, and which was good because, you know, winter, snow stayed away from the front door a long ways away. And, ah, uh, uh, <laughs> Yeah, such memories. The, uh, oh, I, you know, I'm, 
I'm living with memories now, like the cruise memory. That's a memory. It's all over. It was great while I was there, and it is great when you're left. But it is now just a memory. That's all. You can't live that anymore. You can't go to the Lido. You can't go to the uh, showroom or anything. You can't go on the balcony and look at the ocean and the ships and whatever. No, no, no. You can't do that. It's over. <clears throat> In some ways, <laughs> it reminds me of a person's life. You know, there comes a time when it's going to be over. And, uh, you know, you're not supposed to fall in love with this life. You're supposed to realize that God has given you this life to make a decision. I realized that when I was 15 years old. I knew that. I used to stop and think about that by myself that I was here to make a decision for something. I didn't even know what it was yet. And, I mean, I have. The only thing I trust now is Jesus Christ and what he said in the, in the New Testament, and whatever, all his, in the, you know, the Testament, the Bible I got here, here a while ago, it's all a red-letter Bible. I haven't read it too much yet, but... And through the, all the prophets in the Old Testament that God uh, used. And he did use them. I mean, how can you argue with the fact that Moses wrote about the beginning of the world and all this stuff, and the world was in the water and out of the water and blah, blah, blah. He wasn't there. He had to be inspired and wrote, you know, I don't know. Inspired by God to write this. It had to be a thing. And that's what he did. He wrote it. And they've never been able to disprove anything in Genesis. <clears throat> when God writes something, it is precise. Nothing missing and nothing added. It's just amazing how, how precise it is. You <laughs> know, I... Uh, I, I would I, uh, encourage anyone who wants to kind of find out about things or whatever is to read the book of Revelation. You know, I didn't read that book for most of my life. All of a sudden, I realized that I should read the book of Revelation. And that is the last, uh, whatever you call it, from Jesus Christ to the world. The last message, and it is full of everything. I mean, it's full of all kinds of prophecies, predictions, and things that are going to happen. And for instance, the size of the city of God that is being created, or has been created, or is being created. Read about that. So huge that it wouldn't fit in the United States even believe it or not. From the border of Canada to the Gulf of Mexico is not quite big enough for it. It's a bit short, a few miles short. Because <clears throat> each side is 1,500 miles long. And 1,500 miles high. I finally realized, well, I didn't realize it. I read where these people realized that it wouldn't fit on this planet. 
at all. The curvature of the earth wouldn't allow it. It'd be sitting on, well, like on a ball sticking out on the ends. And uh, they said that the earth would have to increase many, many, many times, over 300 times bigger. And God said, I am going to create a new heaven and a new earth. That's all he said. That's another example of he does not, he's precise. He's not uh, saying, well, I got to build a new, bigger heaven, a bigger heaven and an earth to, to accommodate my great city because I'm going to have a permanent city in the universe and it's going to be the largest one in the universe. And that's going to be my headquarters. And he's making an invitation to you and to me. How do you like that? How many people actually stop and think about that? It is really something that is an opportunity that this is a magnificent opportunity. And I hope that, well, that many of you, you know, during this season and whatever, they, you know, they talk about all kinds of things, but Christmas is not a holiday you should be celebrating. I know, I did all the time, but it, it's not. God has never declared that to be a holiday. Jesus never said to work, uh, uh, celebrate my birth. time he said, he said, when you have a glass of wine and think about me, he said, remember me. And uh, the wine was his blood and the bread was his body. And he said, that's what, how you remember me. These things are very strange to humans because we just don't sometimes understand that at all. That is out of our realm, it's from a different set of uh, values that people like the Creator has. You know, the Creator is, God is so great, we can't, we can't imagine how great He is. No way. But anyway, He's there, we're here. We'll, you know, pass through our life, whatever it is, and we leave it up to him if he if he accepts us and uh, brings us back to life in a, in a resurrection to live forever. That's a big promise. That's a big big promise. And you should wish that for everybody, not just for yourself, for everybody. So I would say. That's my, most likely my Christmas message, pre-message. <laughs> and uh, I hope you're all well. I hope that you're planning for a bit of a holiday anyway, a winter holiday, Christmas, and getting together with people. I'm going to get together with my uh, family a bit. Not much, but a little bit. And uh, I don't know, I may plan on something else, I'm not sure. My traveling days are going to be tough from now on. I'm most likely going to have to really think hard before I fly anywhere again. 
And I knew I know how to do it, get through the airport now, but oh man. <laughs> We're coming to the end of that 2023. Next year, if a person is alive and around, it's going to be a very interesting year. Things are going to happen. And I think things are going to speed up. Whether we like it or not. Remember, the governments and uh, people who basically are atheists—well, they're secularists. They believe where they're going to save the planet, and they're going to save it even if it kills you, because they don't believe that God has a plan for the the end of this age. They don't believe that. Well, they don't, they don't. But it's, I don't think it's going to affect God's plan one bit. But anyway, I hope your plans work out. It's good if plans work out. Hopes and plans work out. And family stuff. You know, family is disappeared now. Like It's not like it used to be. When I grew up, family was everything. It was, that's what it was. And it was good. That's the thing. It wasn't just some thing you did. It was really good. So anyway, good Yule. That's in Swedish. Good Yule. Called Yule. <laughs> and Happy New Year and all that stuff. If I'm not on before. And God bless you and goodbye.